And that's why I love this song, he says. Hallelujah, my God reigns. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, my God reigns. Hallelujah. He reigns. He reigns. Hallelujah. He Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Jesus reigns. Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Jesus reigns. Hallelujah, He reigns. He reigns. I say hallelujah, my God reigns. Hallelujah, hallelujah, Jesus reigns. Hallelujah, He reigns. He reigns. Hallelujah, He reigns. He Hallelujah. I say, Hallelujah, my God reigns. What do you say? Oh, hallelujah. we say, Hallelujah, Jesus reigns. What do you say? Oh,
That's why I love this song. He says, Hallelujah, my God reigns. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, my God reigns. I hear your heart. I follow your spirit. You are my master. You are our master. 
keep hear my voice and they follow me. Elia kusate yananiena. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice and they follow me. We will not hear voices of strangers. We will follow your voice. We will follow your lead. We will follow. We will follow. We will follow. We will follow. You lead and we follow. We will not hear the voices of strangers. You are our master. You are our Lord. We will not hear the voices of strangers. We will not hear the voices of strangers. Your voice we will hear, Jesus. Your voice we will respond to, Jesus. We will not hear the voice of strangers. We will hear your voice. We will hear your voice. We are your servant. You are our shepherd. We are your servant. You are our shepherd. We are your ship, you are my shepherd. We are your ship, you are my shepherd. We are your ship, you are our shepherd. We hear you and we follow. 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 
You must follow, you must 
do not have a choice in this matter you're thinking oh but i have a choice i can choose yeah 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 that's not what i'm talking about you can choose huh? you can choose not to follow him huh? but it leads where destruction so if we're thinking about life you don't have a choice <laughs> if it is life war you do not what have a choice if you're going to be a worshiper you don't have a choice but to listen to the leader you don't represent anybody you don't know how do you point people to a jesus you do not recognize it's not possible so in this matter of if it's life you don't have a choice but if you want death you have a choice you hear and you follow sometimes you don't even have the time to say um god what are you trying to do just do what follow sometimes you don't have the leisure of saying okay god 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 fix this my problem first all right when you fix it i can then do sometimes you don't have the leisure you know sometimes the problem is in the way of what god says you should do has it happened to you before Unto the Father of Spirits, Yes. 
to the Hope Universe, a live podcast with the catalyst of becoming and your destiny midwife, Dr. Hosea Tagara. Get ready for transformation, reformation, and destiny explosion until you become. Thanks for tuning in. Shalom and God bless you, each and every one of you. Welcome to the Hope Universe. I trust I find you well. If you can hear me, if you can hear me, let me see your engagement in the comment bar. If you can hear me, let me see your engagement. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Praise God. Where is my front row today who is here who is here who is here i'm reporting live from south sudan from the city of juba god richly bless you thank you for your prayers all of you who have been praying for us we traveled well overnight after last night's session we rushed straight to the airport Quarter past 1 a.m. we were taking off and um, we're here. <laughs> we're here and your prayers are much appreciated. It's good for you to be connected here today. Welcome to the third installment of the five days of word and wonders. Praise the name of Jesus. Welcome to five days of word and wonders. Glory be to God. Praise the name of Jesus. I see all of you that are streaming in. I'm going to ask you one more time. Kindly share the link. Is there no sound? Can you hear me? I 
I see someone saying no sound. Can you hear me, please? All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I saw someone who had said no sound, so I thought probably it's it's, it's over here. It could. Uh, I was thinking my network is a problem, but we thank God for that. So, um, I want you to share the link, guys. Share the link. Put it on on your WhatsApp status. Share it on your Facebook. DM somebody. God, we should bless you, everyone who is sharing the link right now. And um, I want to thank our our staff and our team back in Pretoria that still managed to get this platform set up so that we can still be able to connect. Thank you so much, uh, Pastor Patrick and uh, um, Sister Rue. God bless you. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise God. Praise God. So, so guys, we are up for it tonight. Who was here last night? Oh, man. Apostle Amidu Saidi was on another level. <laughs> oh, my word. Oh, my God. That was something else. I hope you heard what I also heard. That was something else. Oh, by the way, um, immediately after this session, look out for the messages. They will be available on this channel. Look out for the messages. They will be published on this channel. So share the link. If you're here for the first time, you're joining Hope Universe for the first time, please do click on the Hope Universe icon and follow. Up there on the host, click there. You will have an opportunity to follow. Follow so that when we go live, you are able to get an immediate direct notification. Praise the name of Jesus. Now I want to thank our partners, our current partners, those that are already partnering with us. God richly bless you. It is your partnership that enables us to do more and to reach more. Praise the name of Jesus. God richly bless you. On the bottom right of your screen, you're going to find a box for your convenience. And if you want to give during the uh, the course of the session you can be able to do that god richly bless you uh, for your generosity and your partnership which is a sign of your commitment to the gospel praise the name of jesus god richly richly bless you the lord gave the word but great was the company that heralded it that published it and in the comment section are scrolling details you need to copy those details and keep them somewhere so that when you when god moves you and when responsibility moves you, you can be able to immediately connect with us as we uh, partner in taking the gospel uh, where it's supposed to go. Shadi, God bless you. How is Egypt? I'm actually waiting for my team, part of my team that's coming from Egypt this weekend to join me up here. They're flying to join me up here in South Sudan and continue to pray for them. And we continue to pray for what God is going to be doing in this particular nation starting from tomorrow. Praise the name of Jesus, starting from tomorrow. So God, will you bless you guys. And uh, the comment section is yours. Let's continue to engage. You know what we do. We pull until we pull, until the preacher is left with nothing that he came with. We want what everything that he has to release. And, and, and we want even what he is not ready to release. We want to pull it from the comment section we we don't only want what he wants to release because i know he's a deep well i know he's he's a powerful river but we don't only want what he's willing to release we want we want him to release even what he is not willing to release you get what i'm saying do i have a witness here welcome devon sammy mercy and um rejoice praise the name of jesus kayla 
Uh, God bless you. How is Norway? Hakim Daniel, God bless you. Looking forward to meeting you. Praise the name of Jesus. Who is in my front row? Dorothy, God bless you. Praise the name of Jesus. Who is here? Who is here? Just want to welcome a few of you. Comfort, how is uh, 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 um, New Zealand? Uh, McLean, bless you. Faith, Buddy, God bless you. Maggie, Elizabeth, McNish, bless you guys. Bless you, bless you, bless you. Thank you for tuning in. Praise God. Praise God. So without much further ado, I, I, I want us to quickly hand over the time for the ministration of the word um, today um, to this great gift of God. Oh man, these two men, they just drive me crazy. I mean, I'm just so fond of them and they just bless my heart. Praise the name of Jesus. I want you, Hope Universe, to help me welcome and love and appreciate, you know, like Sami is doing, Sami House Namibia, like Sami is doing. I want you to help me welcome this man. I want you to help me appreciate this great gift of God. An author of several books. His favorite I love is Reengineering the Mind. So you know we cut from the same fabric. He's, you need to get that book, Reengineering the Mind. Men of God, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that you can be able to share the link with me probably if you can send it on my WhatsApp. The link, if the book is online, available online, please share the link with me on WhatsApp where people can buy it. Reengineering the Mind. I, I, I don't recommend, I command everyone to get a copy of that book. Reengineering the Mind. I command everybody to get a copy of that book. He's an author, he's a motivational speaker, he's a businessman, and he's a transformation expert. And he is the founder and apostle of Abiding Hope Global Ministries. Praise the name of Jesus. A father and a mother and a deep lover of Jesus. A deep and keen student of the word. Tonight we're going to be blessed by this apostolic voice of God given by God and called for such a time as this. Given in its proper time to the right people. Show me if you are the right person. Show me if you are the right person. Show me if you are anticipating and looking forward to receiving from this tremendous and great gift of God. We're coming a long way, way, way over 10, uh, not 10, actually almost 15 years of working together. Praise the name of Jesus. Glory be to God. I want you to help me welcome this great servant of God, Apostle Fulkanit Lala, as he comes through. Praise the name of Jesus. Men of God, we love you. Thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you so yes, much. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm so excited to be on this platform once again. And I'm truly appreciative to the visionary of this great platform, Bishop Osiah, and um, his lovely wife, Pastor Donna, the prophetess, um, powerful woman of God. Hallelujah. Uh, these two, they give me fire. They revive me. They refresh me every time I come into contact with them. And for Apostle Saidi, thank you so much for that word uh, on faith. I wish if you were in Harare, we would have you immediately because the month of May as a church, we dedicated it to violent faith. And one of the things that I kept telling people is that God has got limit, unlimited possibilities. And yesterday you really uh, reawakened that violent faith inside of me. Allow me to pray before I start. Father, we thank you in the name of our Lord Jesus, my God. Lord, I pray that you encourage somebody tonight. 
encourage somebody tonight and answer somebody tonight in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. So today I am uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really going to try and be a bishop. I want to talk to some people today. Amen. So I'm going to try and be sober, calm, and collected so that you can get something. Hallelujah. And I'm going to be sharing on a subject entitled The Glory Process. I'm going to be sharing on a subject entitled The Glory Process. I'm going to be sharing on a subject entitled The Glory Process. Uh, and if you can hear me clearly, glory to God. Thank you. Thank you. I can see you're hearing me. The glory process. Now, just as an introduction, uh, we don't need to complicate the glory of God. The glory of God speaks of the weightiness of God or the weight of God. It also speaks of the beauty of his splendor. And um, I believe that every man and woman of destiny, there is a process of glory that you're going through. After this particular presentation, a lot of us are going to rejoice and praise the Lord that we've been found worthy by the Lord to suffer and to go through certain things so that the glory of the Lord might be revealed. So journey with me as I go through the glory process. We're going to do a lot of scripture, a lot of scripture. And our first scripture reading will be Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. Philippians chapter 3 verse 10. Now the Apostle Paul in this text, uh, they argue that he was reaching the epilogue of his life. Uh, the man was reaching the end. The man was old. The man had done great exploits. The man had really done great works for the Lord. Then he gets to this juncture of his life where he pauses and he says, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. Now, the knowing in this particular text is not an ordinary or intellectual type of knowing, but it is an experiential knowledge that the Apostle Paul is referring to when he says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection, he is actually referring to an experience of this great power of his resurrection. And I am convicted that the power at hand is actually the glory of God because the resurrection of Jesus was a glorious act. So Paul is saying that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings. Now, that is kind of weird that Paul says and the fellowship of his sufferings and fellowship there is kononia which is actually 
um, referring to intimacy. So Paul is saying, I want to be intimate with his sufferings. I want to be intimate with his sufferings. Then he says, being made conformable unto his death. Now listen to me and listen to me very well. When Jesus came on the earth, the intention for him was actually to die. Because in the context of Jesus, his death was not a cessation of life or the end of his life. But the death of Jesus was actually a spiritual transaction in that he could not access the vaults of hell in a physical body. So he required to die, meaning his death was actually a portal into the next life. Are you hearing me well? It would have been illegal for Jesus to go into the vaults of hell with a human body as he was here on earth. So he had to die. Remember when he dies, the Bible says, and he gave up his spirit or he gave up the ghost. So all of that is referring to a portal. It's referring to a door into the afterlife, which then gave him legal access to go and deal with the devil once and for all. Hallelujah. Work with me. Track with me carefully. So the suffering that he went through, the betrayal that he went through, the dejection and the disappointment that he went through, the abuse and the ridicule that he went through, the torture and the beatings that he went through, the pain that he went through had an intent and the intent was the death and the intent of the death was actually a resurrection and the resurrection was a glorious thing glory to god so when paul says that i may know him and the power of his resurrection he is indirectly speaking also to us that whatever things we are subjected to there is a time and a moment that we're going to come out of it. That is why he goes on further to say, and the fellowship of his sufferings, because it is in those sufferings that the glory of the Lord is later revealed. This brings me to the words of the Apostle Paul in Romans chapter number 8, when he says, I reckon that our present sufferings, they are not worthy to be compared with the glory that shall be revealed in us. Uh, this also reminds me of the young man that had an ailment and they couldn't heal him. And then Jesus responded to their questions and he said, this has been done so that the glory of the Lord might be revealed. Hear me, my brother, and hear me, my sister. There has been much delay. There has been much pain. There has been much affliction, resistance, opposition, adversity, complete and tribulation. There has been much that has been going on in your life and questions they begin to linger in your system. Is God really with me and does God really love me and when will this ever really end? I have come as an apostolic voice to tell you that there is an intentionality by the invisible hand of God in all of this because God is about to exhibit you as an expression of his glory. Let me just repeat the scripture again. Place yourself in it. That I may know him and the power of his resurrection 
and the fellowship of his sufferings, being made conformable unto his death. Now one will ask, why is all of this stuff befalling me? Here is the answer. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. The Bible says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power, it may be of God and not of us. The treasure that you carry, beloved, is the great calling, destiny, assignment, purpose, and counsel of God that you carry. My God, when God wants to express himself here on planet Earth, he looks for an earthen vessel. And I believe you are that earthen vessel that is going to express the power and the glory of God. Now, because you have this treasure that is hidden in earthen vessels, the eighth verse then begins to speak something that might, you know, kind of make you sober up a bit. After he says we have this treasure in earthen vessels, he then says we are troubled on every side yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Hallelujah. And we are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are cast down, but not destroyed. Hear me and hear me well. We are being troubled because we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We are being distressed because we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We are being persecuted because we have this treasure in earthen vessels. We are being cast down because we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Verse number 10, then he says, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Ah, does this sound familiar? That I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his sufferings being made conformable unto his death. Look at verse 10. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. Let me go back to Philippians. Being made conformable unto his death. Hallelujah. And let, me, let us go back to Corinthians. Always bear, bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake. That the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So every day you are being delivered. It's like you're a delivery. You are being delivered and being subjected to all forms of affliction and pain and frustrations. And the intention is that the very life of Jesus might be made manifest in your mortal flesh. What is this life of Jesus? It is a glorious life which proves and defies all odds that no matter what happens to it, it will emerge. Am I talking to somebody? Let me break it down like this. Everything that is happening around you and in you is actually acting as if it is submerging you with the intention that you emerge. The grave for Jesus was a submersion which precipitated an emergence. So whatever you are going through, it's like you are being 
buried. It's like you are being planted and buried. And it's like each and every other day, they are putting more soil on top of you. They are putting more manure on top of you. And they are actually stamping the ground to make sure that you don't arise. But they have no idea that the treasure hidden in earthen vessels has a seed phenomenon inside of it. It is actually crying and yearning for getting submerged because it is in the submersion, my God, that it will emerge. Let me speak clearly so that you understand. Whatever you are going through, the devil is fully persuaded that he is submerging you just as he threw Joseph into the pit. But he has no idea that you actually have the life the essence, the vitality of Jesus in your mortal body, that whatever comes at you, seeking or thinking it is destroying you, just as they thought they had finished and destroyed Jesus, is actually working for your emergence. Am I talking to somebody? It is actually working for your emergence. Hear this good news. But if the spirit of him, in Romans chapter 8, 11, but if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells inside of you, then the same spirit will also quicken your mortal body. Listen, beloved, there is a resurrection power that lurks deep inside of you in the area of your marriage, in the area of your business, in the area of your finances, in the area of your vision, in the area of your great aspirations in life. There is a resurrection power that raised Jesus from the dead that is also operating in you. And be assured and be firmly, you know, be firmly established in this truth that you will emerge. Hallelujah. Now I understand why Romans chapter 8, 28 will then say, all things work together for good to them that love the Lord and them that have been called according to his purpose. Even if we do case studies, case in point, our beloved Joseph, he receives a calling from the Lord of leadership which manifested in the form of a dream but not as soon after the dream his entire life begins to go southward in other words everything begins to work against him I would like to profile him psychologically during the night season. When he was thrown in a pit, I would like to enter his mind to see the despair, the fear, and the realization that my brothers, they want to kill me. My God, listen to me carefully. This is a side note, but it will help you. When you look at the brothers of Joseph, which are a reflection of what you would call contemporaries or peers, you'll begin to realize a truth that is hard to swallow, that many a time brothers, they compete. Brothers, they compete. Remember when he mentioned the dream, the brothers immediately said, are you saying you're going to rule over us? And then while they said that the Bible says his father, who was Jacob or Israel, the Bible says he took note of the saying. 
hear me brothers they compete but fathers they build brothers they compete but fathers they build anything that is to do with your calling let it land into the ears of your father your father in the faith later on your father who is god but make sure any apostolic covering that is over your life you communicate such things because our desire is actually to build you up but your weakness is that you are spending so much time with brothers you are spending so much time with contemporaries and the vibe that they want around you is the vibe where they feel superior to you so throwing you into a pit is a posture that makes them feel good they are not interested in your emergence they want a posture where they can look down upon you and you have this weakness i don't know who the lord has assigned me for but i'm talking to somebody right now you have this needy weakness you keep on wanting to talk to them you keep on wanting to share your dreams but have you ever noticed that each time you leave their council you feel depressed you feel dejected you feel inferior you feel like you're nothing you feel like you're broke you feel like you are a piece of trash it is because you are talking and communicating with the wrong people am i talking to you when we tell you about the covering that you have from these apostolic figures some of you you feel like you know what i'm being subjugated no our assignment is your emergence our assignment is your betterment our assignment assignment is your transformation but you choose otherwise and you spend so much time with your contemporaries and your peers be it known unto you that great eagles they hunt alone be it known unto you that great lions they also hunt alone are you hearing what i'm saying actually great eagles they fly alone and great lions they hunt alone there is a season in the making where you need to separate yourself from people and spend more time with God and always check in with your spiritual father. Am I talking to you? This was a side note. But if the spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, then the same spirit will also, glory to God, quicken your mortal body it will also quicken your mortal body so the good news is that whatever it is you're going through you are coming out of it all things indeed work together for good to them that love the lord and them that have been called according to his purpose now i am one person that whenever i teach the word of god i want to leave you with instruction i want to leave you with what to do because a lot of you right now you are going through these motions the motions of delay the motions of frustration the motions of disappointment the motions of dejection and rejection the the the, the, the motions of low self-esteem inferiority complex the motions of being belittled and treated 
trivialized the motions of being greatly afflicted and tormented by various things you go through that and you're like i don't know what to do i don't really know what to do in this season now i'm going to introduce to you a phenomenon that i believe will help you and what is it it is understanding the priestly role and hear me very carefully the bible says in revelation chapter 5 verse 10 and has made us unto our god kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth he has made us unto our god kings and priests and we shall reign on the earth so there is a dual anointing that is at work in every believer you're a king and you are a priest and i am very confident to say this thing if you want to understand the kingly dimension and the kingly uh, realm please follow subscribe and listen to bishop Rosetta gara because he's a master in that area where he talks about our dominion mandate now notice that the kingly anointing and the priestly anointing they appear in the same sentence and they all equate to reigning meaning the two are inseparable they have an inseparable union but we have spent a lot of time on the kingly and I praise the Lord but we now also need to understand the priestly role work with me because it's going to help you in what I am developing here to giving you an idea or giving you some knowledge of what to do during obscurity during your night season during your darkest hours during your moments of pain this is what you need to do you need to understand the priestly role now when we look at the priestly role the book of hebrews gives us an understanding of priests borrowing from the old testament in hebrews chapter 5 verse number one the bible says for every high priest taken from among men is ordained for men in things pertaining to god that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins that he may offer both gifts and sacrifices for sins and if you look time and time again in the book of hebrews there are these inferences that a priest was actually ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices a priest was actually ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices now let's bring it to context you are a king and you are a priest as a priest you need to understand the priestly role now if a priest is ordained by god to offer up gifts and sacrifices it is imperative that you understand what these gifts and sacrifices are number one it is your body as a priest the first gift and sacrifice that you have to offer to god is your body please work with me it is your body the bible says in romans chapter 12 verse number one i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that you present your bodies a living sacrifice wholly acceptable unto god which is your reasonable worship 
you present your bodies a living sacrifice as a priest the first gift that you give god the first sacrifice that you give god is your body let us put uh, some flesh into what i'm saying first corinthians 3 16 the bible says know ye not that you are the temple of god and the spirit of god dwelleth in you then first corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 what know ye not that your body is the temple of the holy ghost which is in you which you have of god and you are not your own 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 am i talking to you and you are not your own how dare you come to church at nine o'clock when church is starting at eight o'clock how dare you fall asleep when the spirit is demanding prayer how dare you eat like a mad person when the spirit is demanding a fast it's like we are withholding our bodies from the Lord and we expect our lives to be accelerated no 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 there is a place of yielding there is a place of surrender because God wants to work with that body because your body is a piece of real estate that belongs to God and God alone have you ever asked yourself why we declare the Lordship of Jesus when we receive him the word Lord means honor so when you say Jesus come into my life and be Lord over my life you are actually letting go of the controls of your life you are offering your body as a living sacrifice can I go deeper with this using the law of territories it is illegal for a spirit to operate in the earth realm without a body. Now, in John chapter 4, if I'm not mistaken, when Jesus was talking to the Samaritan woman, he says, our God is spirit. Our God is spirit. Our God. God is spirit, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. So if God is to carry out anything here on planet Earth, he is in need of bodies because he himself is spirit. And the bodies is actually you and I, beloved. We are the bodies that the Lord has found worthy to reside and to abode in. So our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit spirit and we have no choice but to actually yield and give ourselves over to him so that he can work through us so when people are going through affliction and pain one of the reasons why they can't take it is because we are victims of escapism we quickly want to get out of a predicament we want a comfort zone but greatness in destiny is not for people that have a proclivity for comfort it is for for people that are willing to be submerged, that are willing to go through the years of obscurity. There are years you're going to sweep the church. There are years you're going to clean the toilets at church. There are years you're going to toil on the prayer altar, interceding for the church, interceding for your men of God and not even praying for yourself. Because what you are doing is that you're offering your body as a living sacrifice. I love what the Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians 
chapter 8 when he says, you know what? These people in Macedonia, they first gave their lives to God and they also gave themselves to us. There is a giving, there is a sacrifice of your body that is required as a priest. So your first gift and your first sacrifice, number one, is your body. Number two, it is your prayers. It is actually your prayers. And here is the evidence. In Revelation chapter number 8, verses 3 to 4, your prayers. The Bible says, And another angel came and stood over the altar. He had a golden censer, and he was given very much incense, fragrant spices and gums, which exhale perfume when burned, that he might mingle it with the prayers of all the people of God, the saints, upon the golden altar before the throne. And the smoke of the incense, the perfume, arose in the presence of God with the prayers of the people of God from the hand of the angel. So this clearly brings a suggestion that our prayers are actually something that we offer up to God as a gift and as a sacrifice. Hallelujah. As a priest, you give your body. As a priest, you give your prayers. Now, if prayers of the saints are valued in the realms of heaven, oh my God, I feel sorry for the man and the woman that is prayerless. The Bible says men ought always to pray and not to faint. And the Bible says pray without ceasing. The prayers of the saints are actually required in the heavens. It is a sacrifice. It is an investment that the Lord is requiring from his believers. It is like a banking system. Hear me. Are you praying? Are you praying during the years of obscurity, pain, delay, and frustration? Are you praying? You ought, listen, you don't pray because you enjoy prayer. You pray because it is a demand from the Lord, from you, a priest. You ought to be offering up prayers and supplications every other day. Glory to God. Number three, it is praise and worship. Number three, it is praise and worship. <laughs> The reason why I know that praise and worship is a gift and it is an offering is that we don't praise because we love to praise. In 1 Peter chapter 2, verse number 5, the Bible says, Here also, as lively stones, are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. What are those sacrifices? We've already said your body. We've already said prayer. Now we're saying praise and worship. Hebrews 13 verse 15, the Bible says, By him therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. Let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Let us offer up the sacrifice of praise to God continually. I, I don't know who I'm talking to, but it's a rarity for us to praise because we're enjoying God. I know so because many a time in life things are not so pleasant, things are not so well. So David says in Psalm 103 verse 1, O my soul, bless the Lord, and all that is within me bless his holy name. We are seeing a grown man literally forcing himself to praise the Lord. 
What is he doing? Praise is a sacrifice because many a time the stuff that we're going through is not characteristic or reflective of the of the goodness of the Lord. But we have to praise him continually. We have to praise him continually because praise is actually a sacrifice and praise has a twofold implication. The first thing about praise is that it is an expression of faith. You are praising even before anything happens. It is an expression of faith. And the second thing is that praise is something that God delights in. I read somewhere where the Bible says when the praises go up, his glory comes down. If you are to facilitate the glory process in your life, you have to keep praise on your lips continually. Are you hearing me? You have to keep praise on your lips continually continually hallelujah i just feel like prophesying right now everybody out there let us just praise the lord i praise the lord for the stuff that we are going through i praise the lord for the good the bad and the ugly i praise the lord because he will never leave us neither will he forsake us i praise the lord because resurrection power is intrinsic and inherent inside of us and it is working even even though we can't see it because in all this pain we are still around and we are not dead glory to god we have to put praise on our lips continually let us recap the priestly role is for offering up gifts and sacrifices what are the gifts and sacrifices that you have to offer as a priest? You offer your body, you offer your prayers, you offer praise and worship. All of these are critical ingredients for the glory process. Am I talking to you? They are critical ingredients for the glory process. Why the body? Because in Corinthians it says, so that the very life of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh in our mortal flesh why prayers because God has a golden censer that captures the prayers of the saints and is lifted up into the heavens by his angelic horse he requires those prayers there is no intervention from the heavens without prayer and praise and worship why praise and worship because praise and worship is an expression of faith and it is something that God inhales in order for him to exhale his great his glory upon your life hallelujah now we are moving on to the last gift and offering that a priest ought to engage in and now I present to you the issue of offerings many a time we are scared to get into offerings because of the abuses that have happened in the church. But as a child of God and as a priest, it is pointless to offer your body. It is pointless to offer your prayers. It is pointless to offer praise and worship without also raising offerings on your altar. This is your free will. This is your tithe, this is your alms, and this is your love gifts and your appreciations to servants of the Lord. Now, how do I know that these are critical offerings? Philippians chapter 4, verse 18. The apostle says, But I have all and abound, and I am full, 
having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you, an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable and well-pleasing to God. Paul is saying, the stuff, the resources that you gave Epaphroditus, he brought them to me and I have received them. And he describes them as an odor of a sweet smell, a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Your substance and your wealth is actually an odor of a sweet smell. It is a sacrifice acceptable and well-pleasing to God. Oh my God. I, I don't know. I really don't know. Listen, if it is a sweet smell, if it is an odor, a sweet smell, when was the last time you perfumed God? When was the last time you allowed God to inhale this sweet smell? Are you hearing what I'm saying? I'm going to get a bit controversial now. A lot of us, we use prayer as overcompensatory behavior for disobedience. Let me say it again because I'm talking to you. A lot of us, we use prayer as overcompensatory behavior for disobedience. We know what God has whispered in our ears to give as seeds and as sacrifices. We know, we hear God. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We actually do hear God when God instructs us. But we have this natural weakness of disobeying God. So we engage in prayer in a bid and a quest to impress God and to blow his mind by our prayers. And yet God is simply demanding an offering. A couple of years ago, after being blessed with my very first car, after having used public transport, for the longest. When I was enjoying the car, the Lord told me to give another man of God. I wrestled with it, but later on I yielded and I gave the car and I became carless again. But God is amazing. Uh, little did I know that because I gave the pastor, but he didn't take the car immediately. He took it after three weeks. Here's the strangeness. The day he came to pick up the car, as he was driving out of my yard, I was driving in with a new car. A car that I did not buy. I was literally given a second car. And when I got the second car, I was enjoying myself, celebrating that I'm the man, I'm the man and everything. And I was testifying of the goodness of the Lord. Then after about a year of using that car, the Lord said to me, give it to another man of God. Now, I had a problem with that. I really had a problem with that because the experience of being careless is not a nice thing, especially when you're in ministry. So I struggled, but later on, I released the car. And when I called the couple that were pastors to come and pick up the car, they were shocked because the day I called them, they were just breaking a fast where they'd been fasting and praying for a car. So they came and they took the car. As they drove out of the gate, someone called me from the United States for the first time in many years, out of the blues, and they just said to me, what do you need for your ministry right now? And then I told them that I needed a tent. 
because we were meeting at a residence and we really needed a shelter for the church and the tent was bought so the tent was hiding behind that car and if i had not given that car i was going to start praying and fasting and praying and fasting for a tent because we use prayer as overcompensatory behavior for disobedience i'll say that again a lot of us a lot of us we use prayer as overcompensatory behavior for disobedience god is speaking to you right now god has been speaking to you god has spoken to you several times but you keep on saying you know what i'm going to do it when i get rich i'm going to do it when i get lots of money not knowing that where you are right now is a gateway to your next dimension for a priest offerings they come natural it has to be part and parcel of your priestly role and your priestly office am i talking to you <laughs> i know it's getting heavy now but that's the honest truth so these offerings are an order of a sweet smell a sacrifice acceptable and well pleasing to god that's philippians 4 verse 18 then verse number 19 which we greatly abuse it then says but my god shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus but my god shall supply all of your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus that is a response to a giver don't claim that verse if you're not a giver because Paul made it as a response to all givers hallelujah but my god shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus you see us ministering you see bishop ministering you see apostle society ministering you see the servants of the lord that are pushing this work our lives are very complex because we are prisoners of destiny our lives are just a life of pouring and pouring and pouring right now the man of god is in south sudan have you asked yourself where is he sleeping does he have enough food to eat is he comfortable where he is how are the kids at home that were left uh, do they have transport to go to school and do they have enough food? Hey, do you think about those things or you just like going on the platform say come on preach papa come on preach papa go deeper papa go deeper papa go deeper papa we need reasonable service in the things of the lord a priest should be sensitive to this area a priest should be conscious of this area when he said i just landed in south sudan my mind is thinking the kids uh, the kids the kids who's going to take them for a movie this weekend when he's away my mind is thinking the kids my mind is thinking uh, 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 who's going to take them for ice cream when he's away who's gonna are you getting what i'm saying so the lord has called us to a priestly office that requires us to be responsive to his demands and dictates as the Lord Almighty, hallelujah, to facilitate the glory process, to survive during the process of glory being revealed in you. You ought to fully understand and function in the priestly office. The priest is ordained by God to offer up gifts and sacrifices. What are these gifts and sacrifices? Number one, it is your body. Number two, it is prayers. Number three, it is praise and worship. 
Number four, it is offerings which are enshrined in your love gifts, in your free will, in your pastoral appreciation, pastoral support, in your tithes, and in all other sacrifices. I'm done. I believe that somebody has gotten something here. Hallelujah. In a nutshell, I'm simply saying all the stuff that's happening to you, it is part and parcel of the making process. But how do you navigate the making process where the glory of the Lord is going to be ultimately revealed in your life? Understand the priestly office. As a priest, you give your body, you give your prayers, you give your praise and worship, and you give your offerings. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I pray for my brothers and my sisters right now in the name of Jesus, that you strengthen them according to your glorious might in the inner man. Let them be strengthened according to your glorious might in the inner man and to all patience and long-suffering with joyfulness. A glory process is taking place. Let them be unbroken, unshaken. Let them be steadfast and focused during this season in the name of our Lord Jesus and make them understand and function <coughs> in the priestly role. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. May the good Lord bless you and may the Lord provoke somebody to go through this glory process because there's a glory that is going to be revealed not long from now. I love you. I appreciate you. And I'm praying for you. God bless you. I'm done for tonight. Amen. My God, my God, my God, my God. Who? <laughs> Uh, God still has his servants. Hope universe, what shall we say to these things? Hope universe, what shall we say to these things? What shall we say to these things? Plain truth. So powerful. Plain truth. Pure truth. So powerful. I see people that are responding to that word. Others are saying we have learned. Others are saying we are, we are repenting. Uh, you see, but the power of such a teaching is in what we do afterwards. Oh my God. Plain and pure truth. Plain and pure truth. Oh my good Lord Jesus. Oh my God. Bishop god richie bless you we are so honored we are so grateful to god we are so honored we are so grateful to god praise the name of jesus thank you for the sacrifice i could even hear the strain in your voice because you are ever busy and but you you pushed to avail yourself and to pour out of your depths and the call of who you are so that we can be blessed. We thank God for you. 
Hope Universe, would you want to appreciate the man of God? Praise the name of Jesus. Would you want to appreciate this great servant of God? Would you want to appreciate this man of God? Would you want to appreciate this great man of God? Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm grateful that God put me in the company of such giftings. And um, you know, then you know your destiny is safe. <laughs> there are many who claim to be my friends, but these ones are my friends. <laughs> oh my God. So guys, like we always do, listen, certain, certain messages, you don't just want to be emotional about them. You want to do something about it. Uh, coming in the comment section are our giving platforms. Coming in the comment section are our partnership platforms. You want to connect with what God is doing. Some of you have been doing well. Some of you were still considering. Some of you did not understand. Some of you did not know. But God gave us an opportunity. God spoke to us. Be part of what God is doing. Be part of what God is doing. Respond to what the Holy Spirit. Oh, man of God, that was deep. He says, don't make prayer <laughs> a manifestation of overcompensation behavior. So you, you pray more so that you try to cover up for where you are disobeying God. It wouldn't work like that. It wouldn't work. It, it, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. So, um, so those are the partnership platforms you can be able to use. And PayPal details are available. Bank details are available. Direct phone lines are available. Or you can WhatsApp on those numbers. Request information depending on where you are and what God has spoken to you uh, on your heart and what you sense God is leading you to do. Do get in touch with us. You have our office numbers. You have our, comp uh, our, our contact numbers. Praise the name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God. I would want you, how many of you would want me to, would want us to have more programs like this? If you help me, I will help you. If you help me, I'll help you. If this is helping you, if you stand with us, the Lord gave the word, but great was the company that made it known. Partnership helps us to herald, to platform what we need to do. We can do better. Praise the name of Jesus. I need people that want to help me appreciate this man. I'm not going to, I'm not going to let them go without us appreciating the word they've brought to our lives. And I need you guys to get in touch with us. I need you guys to get in touch with us. Partner with us. Okay? I need you guys to get in touch and partner with us. Get in touch with us. You have our details. Get in touch with us. Praise the name of Jesus. We want to appreciate the men of God. If you help me, I will help you by giving you sound, solid voices 
I'm platforming. We want to have a place in the platform and platforms where we can still have the pure, pure, pure and powerful undiluted word of God. Praise the name of Jesus. So God bless you as you do so. Obey God. What God lays on your heart, um, do just that. Praise the name of Jesus. God richly bless you as you do that. If you have joined and you are here on Hope Universe for the first time, I want you to follow Hope Universe. I want you to click on Hope Universe and follow so that when we come live, you are able to get a notification. Glory be to God. You are able to get a notification. So um, just follow Hope Universe right now. Praise the name of Jesus. Follow Hope Universe right now. So tomorrow we are back again 9 p.m. Central Africa time. 9 p.m. Cape Town time. You are just accordingly. Apostle Amidu Saidi will be back again. All right. Apostle Amidu Saidi will be back again. Praise the name of Jesus. Apostle Amidu Saidi will be back again tomorrow in the house. And um, we're going to have a fantastic time. Glory be to God. But I want you to get ready. If you are in Zimbabwe, if you are in Harare, we pl we're plotting some serious disaster for the kingdom of the devil. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, the enemy is in trouble. With Apostle Vukani, we're planning some crazy stuff very, very soon. If you are in Harare, if you are in Zimbabwe, get ready. Something is coming very, very soon. You will be hearing the announcement. Praise the name of Jesus. It's going to be ballistic and explosive. Glory be to God. So, uh, family, you are just amazing. Praise the name of Jesus. You're just amazing. I trust that this is building you up and this is blessing you. I want you to take some time and pray about this. Sit soberly and consider and process what God is saying to you. And I believe that tremendous things are on your way. There is a glory coming ahead of you. There is a glory coming ahead of you there's a glory coming ahead of you and keep us in your prayers praise the name of jesus keep praying for uh bishop vukani Lala and the abiding hope family keep praying for apostle amidu saidi and the letter house family praise the name of jesus keep praying for us we are here in south sudan from tomorrow is going to be very intensive um we are in the front line in terms of ministry and we're meeting some key leaders in this country to make sure that uh, we build the kingdom of god so we need your prayers um the work has already begun they never allowed us even to rest but we we, we trust in god for his strength and his grace we need a lot and lots and lots and lots of your prayers praise the name of jesus so to all our intercessors and our, our prayer partners and our financial ministry partners we appreciate you. Thank you for your moral, your spiritual, your financial support. Um, it helps us to do what we are supposed to do. Praise the name of Jesus. God richly bless you. Those are the details. Keep scrolling. Please make sure you get those. Praise God. Until we come back again into your world, I want you to know that you can become all that God has created you to become and you can accomplish all that God has called you to accomplish. See you at the top. The bottom is overcrowded. God bless you.
Trust this podcast has been profitable to your incredible journey. You are the next wonder on your way to happen somewhere. God bless you.